imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women? Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Lead Hership Global. We are so excited to welcome you to the podcast this week because we have an extra special guest, Deb Wheatman, who is the founder and president of Careers Done Right, is with us today, and I could not be more excited. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think is pinnacle for every single woman in business, and that is a creation of a strong personal brand. Deb is going to be talking to us about the secrets of creating a strong personal brand. And as I said, I got to tell you, that is something that we should all be focused on right now. So let me ask you, what is your brand? What is it that you stand for? Many people actually struggle to build a meaningful brand. That is what you stand for. The things that people associate with you when they think of you. A strong brand is memorable. It stands out. It tells your story. It highlights your expertise, especially in the digital world in which we live, we play, and we work. Your brand is absolutely crucial. It it makes you distinctive and sets you apart from others. And in today's podcast, Deb Wheatman will discuss all the various aspects of brand building, including actionable strategies that will enable you to develop, manage, maintain, and grow your brand to realize the kind of personal and professional success that you have envisioned for your life. With more than 17 years of experience, Deb shares tactics that enable people to facilitate meaningful interactions that leave a really lasting impression. Building, investing in, and developing your personal brand is absolutely essential, whether you're in a corporate setting or you're an entrepreneur. You are constantly projecting your brand consciously or unconsciously, and others are acting based on how they experience your brand. So it's more important than ever to ensure that your reputation accurately reflects your brand so that you can rise to your full potential. Now, if that sounds like a phenomenal conversation, I can't wait to tell you about the woman that is going to lead this exercise in diving into building and creating a powerful personal brand. Deb Wheatman is the founder and president of Careers Done Right, a marketing and personal branding company providing comprehensive services to job seekers and professionals who are proactive about managing their personal development and their career planning efforts. With her background in corporate human resources, as well as well-respected financial services, advertising, media, and entertainment companies, Deborah guides clients to establish and reach goals that are aligned with their professional needs. Deb works in career management, leadership strategy, interpersonal engagement, change management, performance, in post-M&A environments. She is absolutely passionate about working with her clients as they pursue more gratifying career choices for their life. Deb, thank you so much for being with us today. 
Thank you very much for having me. It's very nice to be here. It is such a pleasure to have you and such, honestly, such a a real honor to have such an expert with us. So thank you so much. So to begin with, Deb, tell us a little bit about your journey. Tell us what led you to have such passion around personal branding and career development and career guidance. You know, earlier in my career, um, it was interesting. I, I have always... In my life, I've always been a really good communicator. But earlier in my career, and I like to call careers done right my happy accident because it wasn't something that I planned. Um, I've always been a writer and a very clear communicator. But this sort of segue into owning my own business and doing this kind of thing was not something that I planned. I sort of just, like I said, it's like a happy accident. Um, But earlier in my career, working in the companies that I worked, I found that, and I think a lot of people find this also, that the communication pathways are sometimes stilted. Things are said, whether they are said in email or verbally, that maybe don't come across quite clearly, or they're said in a way that maybe are misconstrued somehow. So I've always found that that connection and engaging with people and being able to deliver messages that are not only impactful, but then resonate back to a person have been so critical to success. And one of the things that a lot of people do say when you speak with them about their experiences internally, speaking with other people in meetings, whether it's with their peers or uh, you know, subordinates or superiors, sometimes the messages get lost in translation. And that re- can reflect whether it's well on you, depending upon how you deliver it, or sometimes not so well, is crucial to success. Sometimes things happen that maybe something, a mistake is made because, of course, we're all human. The mistake is not the issue, but sometimes it's the communication and the the leading up to that that causes the issue. It's not the end result necessarily that is the issue, but sometimes the communication pathway that leads up to that. So careers through careers done right, I've had the the unbelievable uh, experience of being able to work with a tremendous amount of people and help them refine their communication, not only verbally, but also the things that they prepare in writing. And that has been the focus of the company for the past 17 years. That's great. So Deb, um, you've become a bit of a personal branding expert. So tell us why developing a personal brand is so important and how a personal brand differs from a reputation. So the two things definitely work together and they do converge because your brand is what other people think of you. But how do they get there? It's really about what you are positioning yourself, how you're positioning yourself as a thought leader in what you do and the things that you communicate, again, verbally and in writing, that establish that platform, establish the framework for what people think. And that's your brand. And it definitely becomes what your reputation is. So you put your brand out there, what you're known for, the things that people know that they can come to you for. 
you put that out there verbally. And then, of course, now we communicate those things through various mediums, whether that's through LinkedIn, whether it's on Twitter, if it's on Facebook, is it on Instagram? Are you using Clubhouse and all of the things, the platforms that you're using? And it could be one of them. Maybe it's all of them to some degree. But that thought leadership and how you communicate those things and what you say and what they are and then what other people ingest goes back out to a different a different group of people. That communication verbally and in writing then serves as the basis and the foundation for your brand and when you do good work, your reputation. Got it. Okay. So really your personal brand is something that you consciously, purposefully, and intentionally craft. And then from that, the external experience of that personal brand becomes your reputation. Is that right? That is absolutely right. Because if you think about it, you're sharing things with people, you're telling them things, you're writing things, and you're sharing content. And then at some point, there's a delivery mechanism for these things, right? So you're delivering something, whether it's a service or a product, or it's, it's a something that other people are ingesting, they're using, they're reading about, they're incorporating into their lives, whether that's personally or professionally or a combination thereof. Their experience then with you and in that journey is the basis for what your reputation becomes. Because then they're either going to say, yes, it was an amazing experience working with this person. This is what she did. Here's what I experienced throughout that journey. And now, from a reputational perspective, I endorse this person for that because the experience was that good. Got it. So how can you make sure that your personal brand really resonates both to you as the brand, but also to the audience that you're trying to connect with? If I say that my personal brand is around integrity and creativity and innovation, but the people that I work with would describe me in terms like reliable and trustworthy, and those things don't really line up with creativity and innovation. What can I do to ensure that there's alignment between my reputation and my brand and that my brand really resonates with who I am and how other people experience me? So the integrity piece, obviously, that's going to be on the delivery end, right? That's going to be the thing that people embrace about you because they know that you're reliable and they know you have integrity. So that's one piece of it. Then the creativity part comes in from your delivery in that realm. What are you doing, right? What are you putting out there that is going to be perceived as creative by your audience? And how are they ingesting that? So the, from a content perspective, it's about the delivery model and what you're giving to people that they say, this was amazing. This was really creative. And then it's also tied back to, it was not only amazing, but Linda said this and then delivered on her promise, which drives the integrity. It drives what people then think about you as being reliable, as being dependable, as having that level of integrity and someone that they can go to and say, 
I unreservedly recommend her because she lives up to the reputation of being someone who has a lot of integrity. And here are the things that she does. Look at how amazing and how creative this is. So it all comes together. It's sort of like the cake, right? You're going to make a chocolate cake and you're going to make it with chocolate icing. You can't leave the sugar out because your cake is not going to taste good then, right? So it's all of these things, all of these ingredients that you mix together that really serve as the basis for that amazing cake that everybody wants a piece of. So in that example where I sort of outlined a hypothetical uh, where I believe that I am one set of attributes and characteristics that I believe makes up my personal brand, and yet the experience that others have of me doesn't necessarily align, it sounds like it's important to be conscious of whether there's a gap between your brand, so the accurate picture that you want to project versus your reputation, which is how others perceive you or how they experience you. So what can you do um, to create a little reconnaissance to understand if there is a difference between your reputation and the personal brand that you're trying to create? So your conscious, very intentional, purposeful crafting of a personal brand and whether or not that resonates with your audience and is aligned with their experience of you. So it's a great question. And there's a couple of things. So one, if you already know that there's a gap, right, you're looking for the white space, right? So you know that there's a gap. What are the things that you can do immediately to close that gap? So you already have identified a a big part of it is knowing that there's a gap. Because most people during this thing, doing this, they don't recognize that there's a gap. They don't see that. So that you recognize it is you're already halfway there. That's right. Most people don't recognize that there's a gap between their personal brand and their reputation. So um, how would you recommend that people begin exploring that and they begin looking at how others perceive them so that they can recognize there's a gap that needs to be closed? So one of the ways that you can actually identify the gap and sort of look to fill that in is speak to friends, speak to family members, speak to people with whom you've worked or interacted, find out what they think, ask them questions about their interactions with you, what they perceive of you, what are some of the things they really feel you bring to a situation, and also most importantly, the things that they feel or think that might be lacking. Some of these conversations can be difficult to have, but if you are looking to build a brand that really resonates with other people and grow a business or grow yourself professionally and personally, it is a critically important thing to do for yourself. It will really give you a very strong outline from which to operate and fill in those gaps And then that, in turn, will not only help you build your brand, but it will also help you build your reputation because you will have the intelligence from which to draw upon that you can then say, okay, I know these things are the things I'm really, really good at. I don't have to think about them. They just happen by rote, right? So I don't really need to pay attention to them because I'm already doing them. Here are the areas, here are the things that I need to focus, where I need to give my attention so that I make sure I'm doing the things that then support 
closing that gap. Yeah, I love that. That's really smart. So how can you begin developing an intentional, purposeful, personal brand? Or in some cases, it could be that you need to evolve your personal brand to better reflect who you are now and what you stand for. So in all cases, I think it requires a bit of introspection and an intentional and purposeful exploration of what you want to stand for, who you want to become, not only for yourself, but in um, in relation to other people, how you want them to experience you. So what are some of the best first steps that you can take to evolve your personal brand or develop one uh, for the very first time? I am a big fan of personally writing everything down. So getting out, and I don't mean like putting it on the computer, which I think a lot of people do. Maybe they make lists on the computer. I like to write things down like old style and make a list of the things that you really think you're good at. Make a list of the things where you feel like, you know what, maybe I need some assistance in this area with the understanding that the things that you're really good at, you're not going to get them all because you're going to speak to other people and you're going to, they're going to tell you things and you might say, oh yeah, I am good at that. Or, oh, I didn't realize I was good at that. So the information that you get from other people, which is why it's so important to do that due diligence, will give you a comprehensive list of both of those things, of the things that you're really good at and the areas where you need, where you need to improve. Okay. Once you have those things and you have a a better line of sight, and it's always evolving of what your goals are, what is the business purpose, right? First, you need to figure out what is it that you're trying to achieve? What do you want to do? What do you want to present to the market? And how do you want to be perceived? Once you have that and that is codified, then you can move ahead with purpose and say, okay, here are the things I'm really good at that tie into that. Here are the areas where um, I'm lacking perhaps and where I need to do a little bit more work to shore that up so that everything can come together. All of these things, it is about storytelling. It's about telling your unique value, what it is that you offer that rolls up into your brand. And you know what? We all have things that we are amazing at. And we all have things that make us so unique and so special. The things where you're not doing as well, they're not, it's not lacking. It's just an area for improvement. It's not like you're bad. It's just that you need, you need to do some work on it. And you know what? We, we should all be working on ourselves anyway. So that's just part of the bigger story that you're going to tell. I love that. That's wonderful. I love the idea that your personal brand can be your personal story. It can be an evolution. It can be a ongoing sort of introspective journey where you are, where you recognize you're evolving and your story is evolving and you're becoming the very best version of yourself, both in work and in life. And your brand needs to evolve along with that. That's a lovely way of framing that. Now I'm going to switch gears a minute and ask about leadership advice. So Deb, you've been in leadership positions for a long time, and you've been absolutely incredibly impactful in the lives of many, many people as they are crafting their career journey. And along that way, I'm sure that there have been people that have offered you great leadership advice. 
So what is the best leadership advice that you've ever received that you've integrated into your leadership practices now? So that's an amazing question. And I've learned over time, it's progress, not perfection. You don't have to get it 100%. We're all human. We make mistakes. Continue making progress. Continue learning and incorporating those lessons into your life, into your professional life, into your personal life. And you know what? It's all okay. There's there's nothing really that you're going to do that is going to sort of make the, the impact in a negative way if you make a mistake. It's just about being human. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Those lessons, those, those errors, those foibles, those little hiccups, <laughs> right? They just serve as a way for you to take the lesson, move ahead with purpose, apply it again in a different scenario and see the outcome of that effort. That's a wonderful way of framing that. I really love that. And I like the idea of progress over perfection. I don't think anyone could ever accuse me of being a perfectionist, but I do love the idea of just becoming 1% better every single day, just 1% better and learning from your mistakes and incorporating that into your resolutions the next day. So that's that's really wonderful advice, Deb. And again, I want to thank you so much for being a part of Lead Hership Global. I think this has been a tremendous podcast that's really going to impact a lot of people in our audience. And I want to invite everyone that's listening this week to join us next week as well, where we will be talking to another tremendous trailblazer, pioneer, and change agent, just like Deb Wheatman. Um, so don't miss next week. Deb, thank you. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for joining Leadership Global, a podcast for and about unstoppable women stepping into courage, claiming their power, and embracing bold leadership. Join us each week as we talk to a collection of inspirational women changing the world and tackling the most pressing issues we're facing today as women and as leaders. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.